Good morning and welcome to Three Big Things Today for July 20th, 2023. This is Tony Drivis. Wheat was modestly higher overnight amid ongoing concerns about Russian attacks on grain facilities in Ukraine and the fate of the Black Sea Grain Initiative that ended this week. The agreement that allowed ships hauling agricultural products from Ukraine came to an end on Monday when Russia said it was exiting the deal. The initiative was set to expire this week, but officials from Western countries and the United Nations were hoping for an extension. Russian forces, for a third consecutive day, struck ports in Ukraine, damaging or destroying grain and export infrastructure. The attacks were described as massive by Ukrainian officials. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres has said he hopes the initiative can be reinstated, and Moscow has said it would be willing to re-enter the deal if its demands are met. Still, Russian forces continue to bomb port facilities in Ukraine and lay mines in a bid to stop all sea traffic in and out of several ports, according to U.S. officials. Almost 33 million metric tons of ag products were shipped from Ukraine under the agreement, according to data from the United Nations. Corn was by far the largest commodity exported, followed by wheat. Wheat futures for September delivery gained 3.4 cents to 7.28.5 a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade, while Kansas City futures were up 5.25 cents to 8.72 a bushel. Corn futures for December delivery fell a half cent to 5.52 a bushel, and soybeans for November delivery were down 1 cent to 14.07 and 3.4 a bushel. Soy meal added 40 cents to 4.15.30 a short ton, and soy oil gained 0.37 cents to 61.81 cents a pound. Ethanol output jumped to the highest level since early December, and inventories surged to a two-month high in the week that ended on July 14th, according to data from the Energy Information Administration. Production of the biofuel rose to an average of 1.07 million barrels a day last week. That's up from 1.032 million barrels a day the previous week, and the highest level since the seven days that ended on December 2nd. In the Midwest, by far the biggest producing region, production was up to 1.008 million barrels a day from 970,000 the previous week. That's also the highest level since the first week of December. West Coast production increased to an average of 13,000 barrels a day from 10,000 barrels the week prior. That was the entirety of the gains as East Coast output fell to 12,000 barrels a day from 13,000 the previous week, and Gulf Coast production declined to 24,000 barrels a day from 25,000. Rocky Mountain output was unchanged at 14,000 barrels per day. Ethanol inventories, meanwhile, jumped to 23.166 million barrels in the week through July 14th. That's up from 22.658 million the previous week and the highest level since May 12th, the EIA said in its report. In weather, flood watches have been issued for much of eastern Colorado and western Kansas as strong storms roll through the area, according to the National Weather Service. The watches will take effect mid-afternoon and last through late tonight. Excessive runoff may result in flooding of rivers, creeks, streams, and other low-lying and flood-prone locations. The NWS said in a report early this morning, flooding may occur in poor drainage and urban areas. Winds of up to 70 miles an hour, hail that's an inch in diameter, and brief tornadoes are possible with the storm expected to rumble through the region. Excessive heat warnings are in effect for much of southeastern Oklahoma and western Arkansas today, where index values will hit as high as 114 degrees Fahrenheit. In central and eastern Illinois, meanwhile, scattered storms are expected this afternoon, with some potentially turning severe. Wind gusts of 60 miles an hour and inch diameter hail are possible this afternoon. Excessive rainfall in the area also may result in flooding, the agency said.